0: are you assessing your students? I'm Sam and today we are talking all about assessment and quizzes. Now I know that doesn't sound like a fun subject and often when I bring up the word assessment it brings up all these negative feelings normally from school. People have these memories of essays and tests and feeling really anxious and nervous but that's not really what we're talking about today. Assessment isn't about making your students feel bad and it isn't about making you feel bad, but it's about testing to see if our content is working. So without some form of assessment or quiz or process, all we've got is blind hope and faith that they have understood our content well and they've actually got it right. Now, I'm sure you've seen this countless times, but you can explain something one way And a group of people will all walk away with a different interpretation of what you've said. Now, they will base that um, based on their own experience and their biases, and they will take what you've said and make it mean the thing they want it to mean, which is fine and human, and it happens. But when it comes to teaching something, what we need to do is make sure that they have really understood the thing we're trying to tell them in the way we want them to understand it, right? Not just in the way they want to understand it. And this is where assessments and quizzes are useful. What we can do is build a series of questions or um, processes or things they need to do where we get to see that they have actually learnt it, that they do understand and they've got it right. By giving them pieces of assessment and by actually looking at the answers, Okay, you're actually going to have to go and, um, and read their submissions you can see if your stuff is working. Now, if the odd one or two people get it wrong or misinterpret or misunderstand, that is fine, right? That's, it's going to happen. That's just life. But if you post a question about the thing you just spoke about or the thing you just taught them and all of them get it wrong, There is a problem with your content, not with your students, right? That is on you. So what that means is that somewhere you haven't explained yourself clearly. You haven't given enough examples. You haven't helped them to understand how it applies to them. You need to go and fix your content. Assessment helps us to see that, right? Until that point, all you can do is just trust that your video makes sense, that your processes make sense, that they understand what you're talking about. But I'm not big on just trusting that I'm right. In fact, most of the time I know I'm not right. right? I'm willing to grow and I'm willing to improve and I need to be able to see what's working and what's not working to be able to improve. And that's what those assessments are there for. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about the kind of assessment where people pass and fail and get certificates. It doesn't have to be like that. But most course platforms will allow you to build in questions, even if that's simple short answer questions or multiple choice questions. And by tacking just a question or two, and that's, that's all it has to be, right? It could just be one or two questions. Um, it might be a couple, might be three or four. But by adding questions to the end of your course lessons or modules, you can see if your stuff is working and you can see if they understand. And from that point, you can assist people to help them get the outcomes that they want to get. You can also then, when you redevelop your program, add new content that is relevant or helpful and update content which isn't working. These quiz questions don't have to be terrifying and in-depth, they don't have to be essay style, Um, we don't have to grade people, you don't have to worry people with red pen coming out. It's really not about that, but it's about assessing their understanding of something for you, for your benefit, so that you can see what's working and what's not working. Now, when it comes to using assessment as part of your course, Please make sure you clearly explain to your students what it's there for, what happens to it, um, because assessment can make people very nervous. Simply having questions that they're expected to answer can bring up a lot of anxiety and fear in people because they worry about getting it wrong. They worry about the ramifications of what might happen. So if you are going to use assessment or quiz questions or whatever it might be, make sure that it's really clear to your students what's going to happen. So simply explain to them, like, maybe this is here to help me see if you understand. Um, there's no pressure. There's no time limit. There's no pass or fail. You can't fail this part of the course. Um, you really want to outline for them that it's okay and that it's safe and what it's there for. You might also want to explain to them that this helps them to really understand by writing down their thoughts and processes. They will learn better and it's useful for them, not just for you. But really make sure that there's there's no fear or anxiety around it. unless. Of course, you want that, right? If you're building a big course and you want assessment and you want people to have the opportunity to fail if they don't get it right, well, that's okay. You can do that too. Just make sure they understand that that's what's happening. And if that's not what you're doing, make sure they clearly understand that there isn't a fail, right? That they're not going to fall apart here, that it's all okay. Assessment doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be stressful, but it can be incredibly useful for seeing what's working and what's not working and for building additional content that helps people. And that's why we want to use it so that we can make the best course we can make without just assuming that our stuff is working. Time for that action step. As always, you will not build a course just by listening to me talking about courses as much as I wish the world worked that way. Instead, you have to go away and do. If you haven't done so already, I want you to look for opportunities to build questions into your course material and into your course content. It's most appropriate at the end of a lesson or possibly if that's too frequent at the end of a module. It doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to be in depth. It could simply be a question about the subject you just taught them about and asking what their thoughts are. You could ask them to describe it in their own words. You could ask them even to submit examples of what they've been away and done. So you, if they have to go away and implement, get them to come back and explain what they did or upload screenshots or share their process and get them to show you that they understand, not just explain it in their own words. There's lots of opportunities for what you can do here. You don't have to make it big. You don't have to make it overwhelming. You don't have to make it scary, but you can make it incredibly useful for making sure that your course is working the way it's supposed to be working. Okay, time for all the podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends or tell people about it, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you can get future episodes and better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold, so I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments to leave a review for me about the podcast. Lastly, why not come over and join our free Facebook group, Turning Your Content Into Courses there's some great interaction that happens over there I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer your questions and you get to learn from other course creators about the things you can do to help you grow your course and your audience that's it for this episode but as always I will catch you next time